in Algene Sajuri. And this is The Minority Leaders, the podcast that highlights the career journeys of women of color changemakers in politics, policymaking, and business. Put on those safety glasses as we continue to break all of the glass ceilings. I am so excited to be back with you all. As you may recall, I started this podcast in 2020 and took a bit of a hiatus when I was appointed by the White House to serve as Vice President of External Affairs and Head of Global Gender Equity Initiatives at the U.S. International Development Finance Corporation. So when I was at the administration, I was serving as a political appointee at DFC. In this capacity, I led a team of public affairs officials spearheaded the agency's 2X Gender Lens Investing Initiative and supported agency diversity, equity, and inclusion and employee engagement efforts. As a member of the DFC's executive leadership team, I sat on the agency's investment committee evaluating transactions over $20 million and engaged with the board of directors and development advisory council. So, of course, I was extremely busy during this time and only was able to produce two episodes of this podcast. But I have heard from many of you over the past year and a half, two years, and know that you want more. You want to hear from more women of color leaders in policy and policymaking. Since I came back to relaunch this podcast after working on a gender lens investing initiative, I decided to add business and women in business to this platform. I think it's important to hear from women business leaders because just like women in policymaking and national security, women in business confront obstacles in getting financing and accessing the tools and also just really leveling the playing field when competing against men in the same sectors. So that is why I'm back and I'm focusing on women in many different sectors, both in politics, policymaking, and in business, public and private. And I'm hoping to talk to many women over the next few episodes that are leaders in these fields. What we're going to be doing new here is talking to women, hearing their stories, listening to them tell their career journeys. I'm hoping that for you listeners out there, this will be quite an enlightening experience so that you can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome, how to lead when it seems like you're the only person that looks like you in the room, and what other women in this career field have done to overcome those obstacles. So I look forward to talking to you and I want to hear more about what it is you're looking to hear from our guests. Over the past year and a half, two years, I've gotten a lot of questions from you listeners about how I was able to break into this field of policymaking at the highest level of the United States government. And I will just say to you, my best advice for anyone who's looking to get into this field is work hard, 
and be resourceful. It's important in this field to be seen as not just a minority, but the best candidate for the work that you're doing. And that means working hard. That means always finding a way to get the job done and being resourceful. And that means really using your network to get ahead. I kind of fell into this field, honestly, by having to do a policy internship on Capitol Hill. And just by working hard at that internship, I was offered additional opportunities. A lot of folks, especially people of color in national security and foreign policy, really plan every single step of their career. So much so that they're a little bit rigid about it. Well, I want to say to you that it's important for you to take on opportunities and consider new opportunities as they come. Because working in this field is honestly about being at the right place at the right time and being ready to receive that opportunity. I, I hear a lot from women who are having imposter syndrome. Once they get that internship, once they get that first job, they're afraid to speak out and speak up for themselves. They're afraid to bring their ideas to the table. And what I've heard from women while I was away was, how do I figure out when is the right time for me to step up? And let me just answer that question for you because I think it's a really important question. When you want to highlight your skills and step up and you're feeling a little afraid, first of all, I think it's important for you as a, as a woman of color to think about what's unique about what you bring to the table. Think about what you have to offer and also understand that you're there for a reason. You have a different and unique perspective. Talk to your senior leaders in your team Talk to them about what it is that you bring to the table and ask them for an assignment. Ask them for a small assignment that can showcase your strengths. If you're a person who is a great communicator, who is a great writer, ask them for a writing assignment. If you're a person who can organize an event, Ask them to put on a briefing. If you are someone who has incredible social media skills, which many of our young leaders do, why don't you ask them how you can help build the social media presence of the organization? I think it's important to go and seek advice from the people on your leadership team because then they know not only are you just sort of going rogue and being that snarky, young whippersnapper, right? You are actually paying homage to them and respecting their leadership role by saying, hey, I really respect you. I want you to know I want to help and I want to be able to showcase my skills. What do you think I can do to contribute to this organization? And here are my skills. Give me an opportunity to showcase them. That lets them know that you're not going around and trying to create the wheel right? Create your own opportunity because there are a lot of people like that in politics. You are there to serve them and also to make sure to advance your career. Show a little initiative, pay homage to that leadership, and ask how you can better serve the organization. 
My second piece of advice is seek out a mentor. A mentor can be a senior leader. It can be a peer. Uh, a mentor can be... You, I think that you should have two mentors, honestly. You have a mentor that looks like you, is diverse, maybe a woman of color, and a mentor that doesn't look anything like you. And make sure when you seek out those mentors, seek out people who are willing to give you the time and energy that it takes to not only help give you advice, but also help sponsor you when the time comes. Try to seek out people in the organization that you don't know. Ask them to go out for coffee and have a 20-minute coffee with them. Pay for their coffee. Make sure you kind of build a organic relationship. And remember that that relationship is a two-way street. Like I said, you're not just take, take, taking from that person, taking their time, having them stop their busy day to have coffee with you is really important. What are you giving to the conversation? A lot of people are looking to mentor young, bright people and offer them a way to help. Maybe you can use your skills in social media, et cetera, to help them. That is one of the great pieces of advice that I know that folks have been clamoring for. I hope to hear more. We want to hear from you. Once you review and subscribe, write us a note. Ask us a question. Hit us up on at the minority leaders on Instagram and let us know what you want to hear for this podcast now that we're relaunching. We look forward to talking to you. from the Minority Leaders, find us on Instagram at The Minority Leaders, where we'll continue the discussion, highlight women of color change makers, and keep breaking every one of those glass ceilings. I'm your host, Algene Sadri. This show is produced by Red Rock Music. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. We'll be back next time with more inspiring conversations.